Welcome to the show. It's a Felix and Jay Stream show for February 17th, 2021. Yes, it is. How's it going, everybody? Uh, it's the episode 204, 203, or 204, one of those two for uh, for the Wednesday, as usual. Um, I apologize to Felix Auger, Eliasim, Yeye of the Canada Tennis. Um, I bet against you. <laughs> Against the Kartsev dude, man. You fucking... Like, I, I bet against you in the fourth set when you clearly were choking it away. And then uh, I, I had to go against the grain here. And then uh, my nationality and patriotism, unfortunately. I'm glad that he beat the uh, the other Canadian... Uh, the, the, the the El Chapo, uh, Dennis. Uh, but, um, dude, like, way he choked away after cruising through the first two sets... Ah, uh, it's it's heartbreaking, but it got me twenty dollars. So <laughs> it got the objective done, especially after uh, I was choking away on other stuff, uh, making emotional bets. So uh, yes, the sports gambling continues. I hope you enjoyed the lessons five plus one that I learned uh, on using the legal sports online gambling service uh, through the DraftKings. Um, I hope you enjoyed it, and then uh, I'm gonna see how much I can. I'm gonna see how much I can pull. You know, I, I, you know, cause uh, all these casinos, bookies, you know, they're throwing money at you to play, so you get a lot of like odds boosts, and then like, oh, free bet here, you mean? And then they give you all the DK dollars. BK loves the DK dollars. Uh, <laughs> you know, you keep playing, playing, but then um, I, I know my limits. You know, I keep calling myself the degenerate, but it's like I, I've been explaining it to people. It's like no different from me fat shaming when I was losing weight, and then I was just getting myself in shape. So, you know, I just call myself a degenerate. You, you know, it's like it's self-hating to make sure that I keep myself in check. So I make sure that I hear myself when I do these ridiculous moves and that, you know, all these behaviors. And it certainly die down, you know, without football and all that stuff. It's, it's not as intense. You know, I'm, I'm trying to take a day off here and there. But, you know, I, I try not to lose a sight of things. And then I go, you know what, today I'm going to pick a Jessica Pagula over Jennifer Brady. Jennifer Brady was has been dominant through the series. <laughs> this Australian Open. So by the time you hear this, I'm sure the quarterfinal between the two Americans here, Jennifer Brady versus Jessica Pagula. Yes, that is the same Pagula who owned the family, who owned the Buffalo Bills and then the Buffalo Sabres. Uh, so, uh... Yeah, I'm just, and then uh, Pagula actually beat Jennifer Brady uh, in the earlier tournament, tune-up tournament in Australia, and then uh, I hope, you know, I think that Pagula has a chance, she's on a roll, and Jennifer Brady has never really been tested throughout this tournament, while you got Serena and then all these other people, you know, Naomi Osaka and all those people, the usual are coming through. Um, I I think the number one girl got upset, and then the defending champ got upset. I'm trying to look up a score here. Jesus, alright, we're about to kick off Brady versus Pagula. Head to head. Pagula won only meeting. Yes, exactly. Can do this. Come on, Jessica. I'm pulling for the rich kid at this point. <laughs> so let's see how this goes. But um, you know, I I, I let it be. He's like, I'm playing responsibly within the two, three dollar range. Five dollars. Um that I put it in. Xavier also needs to beat St. John's here, because I got the uns boost today. And then uh, Medvedev, I can't say his name today. I picked him as a cover in case I flop on these two, the Xavier basketball and uh, Jessica Pula. So uh, for once, I'm going to bet against Jennifer Brady. Oh, shit, she looks good. She's actually hanging. 
Holy shit. Holy shit. Let's go. Let's go, Jessica. All right. Sorry, I got excited. Uh, but the main topic I want to cover, because I can stare at the fucking tennis and then um, do the play-by-play that is unnecessary and way overdue. In the honor of Bumble going public and then uh, IPOing, which made the, 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 the Bumble lady... Bumble Lady, the CEO, uh, Utter Rich, uh, I want to talk about the online dating a little bit. Um, you know, with the times of pandemic, the COVID, there's been an article about on the Wall Street Journal where the, uh, look, the uh, online dating is up in the times of desperation here, you know, and all that stuff. And uh, at the same time, I just go, you know, I, I, I'll be honest, because I, I wanted to have this as a panel talk previously, you know, the round table. Uh, or the guest speaking talk, but uh, clearly that has not happened with the times of COVID. And BK, you have Zoom and shit. And I'm like, yeah, but you know, not everyone got the setup going at this point. So I'm just it. It's still just gonna be me at this point. So uh, I'm gonna read you the article quick. Tinder, Bumble, and Hinge show surge in Americans looking for love online. Uh, happy belated Valentine's Day, by the way. <laughs> So use of the dating, this is from the Wall Street Journal that was in the Apple app. Uh, use of the dating apps rebounded strongly last year as people connected virtually during the COVID-19 pandemic. Uh, blah, blah, blah. The dating apps, if people are looking for love. And then the Hinge, uh, Tinder, Bumble, and Hinge recorded a surge in users and time spent online last year. Overall, eight of the largest dating apps in the U.S. saw a 12.6% year-over-year increase in monthly active users in the final quarter of 2020, the biggest such jump in nearly two years, according to data tracker Aptopia. A uh, match group who owns a five of them, uh, I'm kind of paraphrasing here, uh, registered big gains in its Hinge app. Uh, I think they also have the Tinder Okay, Cupid and all that stuff. So the Match.com, you know, the Match Group basically owns like a gazillion of them. I don't know. They own Hinge. I thought they had Grinder. Maybe Grinder separate. Plenty of fish. Match Group has Okay, Cupid, Hinge, Match, Tinder, Plenty of Fish. So they're all on the one company. And then a Grinder's actually outside. Coffee Meets Bagel is down thirty six point seven percent. What the fuck? Bumble's up ten point nine percent. And Bumble went just IPO. Uh, so the yada 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 at the time span. Blah, blah, blah. Plenty of fish is going down. So, you know, I, I can attest to this from the quantitative data with the anecdotal data that um, I, I got off of the online dating app. Uh, I first month, two months of the pandemic were fan-fucking-tastic where I just, like, you know, tried with no alcohol and then just, like, looking at myself on the wall in a mirror and then just, like, self-reflecting. And then also, you know, I, I was, again, I probably mentioned this last year. I don't remember it. I can't believe it's been over almost a year, 11 months since we were locked down here. Work from home and all that shit. That uh, I haven't traveled. I, I mean, I travel way too much in 2019, about almost 20 weekends. Uh, that uh, I was perfectly fine with, like, just staying still for most of 2020. I was going to chill out anyway. Uh, and then I just timely worked out. Look, look at me. Uh, and then, uh, you know. Blah, blah, blah. I opened my hinge again, bubble again, you know, and then started looking, blah, 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 blah. And then uh, yada, yada happened. And then uh, we had a good Valentine's Day this weekend. So I am one of these people. Bumble hasn't worked despite spending goddamn so much money into it. I mean, I look at it as a like, you know, the Asian tax that I pay as an Asian man, especially where there aren't too many Asians uh, in this area. I mean, I just like only way to get connected from my experience is 
I do the bumble boost, and but I gotta do it time it right, like ten to like eleven o'clock or something, you know, between eight and eleven o'clock at night, and then I get some swipe to the right and stuff, you know, blah blah blah. But BK, your profile, I was like, yeah yeah yeah, whatever. But you know, I know I know like the black girls and Asian guys get shafted the most on the fucking online dating app, and there's a statistical study about this. It's not anecdotal. And then uh, so I think I. I drained about five hundred dollars on Bumble. I admit it here. I'm gonna look it up, and then uh, you know, I'm a lifetime Boost member on Bumble, so I kept it. And Bumble also has a BFF for just general friendship, you know. And then uh, also the professional. So I got bored, and then I was opening it up, and then like going through it with Colleen, and it's like this is what it looks like from a guy, especially me. Or also, I kept the professional thing on. I was like, well, let's give the professional thing a shot. You know, because I start networking and stuff. I don't know how this goes. And then a lot of, a lot of, not just tech, you know, connections, but you got a lot of contractors, you know, and then the artists and photographers, which is fascinating. So I just say, I'll give it a shot. I'm a lifetime boost member at this point. I like, what am I, what do I got to lose here? So Bumble, great job for keeping me in the fucking system because you made me forced to pay a lifetime membership. And then uh, you might ask, but BK, why did you pay the lifetime membership? Look, if you're going to be the boost, which you can undo and then see who liked you and all that stuff. And the way that I've been moving so much, I said, you know what? If I if I have to pick up and leave, you know, pre-pandemic at this point, I said, if I'm going to move to another city, what's the point of doing a subscription service? If I can just knock out the one, one-time pay of lifetime boost at once. And I just like, I'm just going to keep it. and then Because I don't know what the hell is going to happen. Now, you know, all that with a partner and I'm so happy right now. Well, you know, I just go, well, I pay for it. So, <laughs> so anyways, but then uh, the, 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 the current person I met through a hinge, which I got, I'll be honest, I had more, you know, meaningful connections and conversations over on hinge more than a bumble. And then the bumbles gimmick always has been, look, man, it's the, it's, uh, it's where, you, it's where the woman, it's a feminist app is where the woman makes the decision first. But then in case I call in, she's like, dude, man, why are you making me do all the labor? This is so stupid. And there's some women like that too. And then I just go like, I, I appreciate protecting the women and shit. But it's like, God, it's so exhausting. And then I can't imagine from women's side, it's like you get bombarded with gazillion swipe rights, rights that uh, you got us through it. Almost said swipe rice. <laughs> Well, you know, I, I I said whatever. So and then um, I want to go over in the honor of the uh, Bumble going live with the IPO. I want to give you the typical cliches that I have learned. I mean, I think the running joke that I had in the last job in Seattle is like, "Look, man, everyone's looking for on the online dating." Because I started with the OKCupid then Tinder. I haven't really used Tinder so much. Um, is look, they always say, they always say, uh, farmers market beards and you know. Uh, beers uh, or something like that, and then I says, Tat- "Oh no, tattoos, beards, and uh, farmers market." That was a thing. I said this like five, six, seven years ago, and then people laughed, and I go, "Well, you know, two of them are quite racist, in my opinion." <laughs> it's like white people can grow the beard, and white people go to the farmers market. You know that shit. Um, uh, <laughs> but then uh, I I came up with a bunch of you know the cliches that. Women put from a guy. I swipe through gazillion so many. You know, there was one time that I was like swiping through two, three hours. My on-screen time was five hours. You know, obsessively the, the gameization. I ran out of fucking people within a forty-five mile radius because I go forty-six. I'm in Toledo, Ohio, and I say I ain't crossing no state line over here. Um, 
from Detroit. Uh, and then, uh, so I give you a few, which I just go, what the hell? So number one, number one, all these cliches that women put there, you know. And then uh, I had, again, I haven't been on this thing for, you know, eight months now since I met Colleen. So here we go. Uh, I'm looking for my gym to Pam. All these office references, man. It's like, dude, I, can you, like, you see so many of these. And I just go, Jim to Pam. Like, is that the best character you can pull here? You're Pam? Jesus Christ. Oh, you missed 100% of the shots you don't take. Michael Scott quoting Steve Jobs, quoting Wayne Gretzky. I just go, oh, can we stop with the office references? The other annoying one, aside from these two, the usual ones, Michael Scott or Jim Pam references, or Park and Rec or office and then pick a time and then it's like you they make you dig through the netflix now the peacock and then look up on the fucking episode and look for a quote i mean that's a smart ass like smarty ass move on a tiktok or some shit to capture the attention but it's fucking annoying if you're trying to find the partner i just go i don't give a shit uh my best friend opened this account i go of course they did beer plus pizza equals love i just go bitch get, get off the carbs man like unless you're like like naturally, f- like fit, and then like, like you, like carb doesn't bother you. I'm carb sensitive, goddammit. So I don't like this. I don't like this night out. I'm gonna get fat with you, and then you're gonna dump me. I love a good beard. Again, racist. I love to laugh. Make me laugh. I just go. What am I a fucking servant? What am I a stand-up comedian to you? If I try to make you laugh and I like crack myself at and other people laugh and you don't, dude, you got a problem over here. I've certainly had that before. You know. Like, you don't get my reference. Trumper just swipe left. I, I'm not a Trumper, but I just go like, you really locked yourself out. I mean, I understand, especially in the Midwest or something, or in the countryside, rural side, it's like, I don't want no guns, trucks, and a freedom and all that shit. You know, you're more liberal-leaning. Great, great. But I just go, I think you really should be uh, opening yourself a little, a little bit, you know, to experience. Uh, but anyways, and then this is exactly the thing, you know, for the from the conservative so-called conservative guys that are just like ending up in parlor and fortune and getting in the wormhole of a dark web of conspiracy theories and then uh all that stuff and just go look this 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 is holier than thou trumper swipe left i just go anyways that's a politics more than personal moderate leaning i just go what do you mean you're moderate i just go stop stop (laughs) i know what you mean when you say moderate i'm a republican but not a trumper really or you just put that there so you don't want to get shafted out. Uh, I'm not looking for boys. I just go, yeah, I'm not looking for women who say I'm looking for boys either. So there we go. I enjoy traveling. Share your travel stories. Well, I guess it's a little out. If I read this description now and then during the pandemic, I just go like, I, I, I don't think we should be traveling so much. I am going to assume that you didn't update your goddamn profile since 2018. <laughs> Whiskeys and dogs. Similar to beer and pizza, I just go, like, whiskey has a lot of sugar. I'm a gin drinker. And then I, I just go, are you really a whiskey fan? Or are you, like, it's, like, in between, you're not a trashy to be beer. You're not too old enough to come off as, like, oh, it's a wine o'clock somewhere. And it's a fucking whiskey, like a dude. But I'm just, like, are you, do you like whiskey because you're cool and you don't want to be, like, a whiner? Or a fucking beer. Dogs, whatever. Everyone's got fucking dogs and cats at this point. I think we got way too many animals. I mean, if you adopted them and stuff, great. And then you neutered them. And then like, just like, just we got way too many of them to euthanize. So whatever. Good for you. But whiskeys, 
I'm like, I'm a gin drinker. Uh, I'm very goofy. I don't know a goofy girl. I'll be honest. <laughs> I don't know what you define as a fucking goofiness, bitch. Um, down to earth. I'm like, what does that mean? Down to earth to what? The gravity's pulling you because you're so fat? The G and the MG? I don't fucking know. Looking for my partner in crime. This is very common, and then you see this here and there. I just go, yeah, I can't get real. Get original. Are you are you really looking for a partner in crime as in, like, are you ready to commit a felony with me? If I go to jail, you're, are you going to not snitch on me? If I, if I have a Henry Hill Goodfellas moment, are you going to dump out the coke for me? I'm not going to mad at you for dumping out the coke in a fucking toilet. At least you saved my ass. Henry Hill, a fucking crackhead, said, that was our money. You know, all that shit. They weren't going to find it. I'm like, but, but Henry, Mrs. Hill was very smart in that one. She did what she thought was the right thing, trying to protect the man, okay? So, my husband just go, come up with something more original. I'm shy. You know, it's on the lines of fucking, my friend opened this account. I just go, all right, there are introverts everywhere. I'm glad you're extrovertedly admitting your introvertedness. But I'm just going like, well, you got you to gotta get more, you got to get more here. Then I'm just shy. You know, if you if you're more descript about it, I I have anxiety or something. You don't want to throw a guy off either with your you know mental health issues or any of that. I'm not stigmatizing it. I'm just like you know normalizing it. Everybody has their depressions and moments and all that shit. Yada yada yada. So I I would rather be upfront about it because when I get the I am shy people and then we happen to connect. Like, conversations are going nowhere. It's like pulling teeth in many times. I just go, I understand, but you got to come my way here. And then I got, I'm willing to come with your way and then let you be out of the comfort zone. And I come to your comfort zone, out of my comfort zone. But again, I swiped through and talked and messaged with way too many people, way too many fucking flakes, way too many people that are just like, don't, don't follow up even if we meet somehow. And all that stuff. I, I just go, I, I know the game. I know the game. I know how this is going to go. It's it's like you women, girls, ladies, uh, clams. It's like you're expecting hey, from a guy with a fucking dick pic coming at you away. I get it. But at the same time, like, I'm not going to say, like, hey, women's got to, women got to make an effort too. I don't understand them not making an effort. And then they just think, like, come easy or, you know. I had occasions where I'm asking every single question in the messaging period. Or when we actually meet a couple of times, I just go, all right, I set it up. But then I never get a reciprocal, you know, set up back. I was like, are you really interested? But whenever I set something up, when I, like seven, eight years ago, when I was an idiot, get set up or like, I'm like, ooh, like fucking pulling it all the way, not realizing that it's like, all right, this ain't going nowhere. But again, I had to go through my failures and minefields of shit, right? So, you know, women got to pull their fucking weight too. All these lazy fucking cliches they're putting there ain't so fucking great. I, I've been saying this over and over, and I would love to have a round, ta- round table of this topic whenever this COVID is over. It like... It's not going to be over. But, you know, I would love to have this conversation about online dating. I wanted this to be the long topic, long discussion topic. But anyways, that's my reply to every single cliche that you can hear. And then through my hundreds of dollars that I have drained in these services <laughs> that enable the another billionaire uh, out of this. But you know what? Despite all that, 
you know, I met someone that I'm very happy with and I actually chill with, which is very, very cool. And then, you know, you can, I, I think I said this uh, a few episodes ago and then I said, look, if I, if I alley up a shit and you're willing to dunk that shit down, all right, that's perfect vibe, you know, that level. And then, you know, and actually talk shit, you know, in transparent manner. And then it, it's very hard. And like, now I understand what that means from some people with my parents or something. My parents are like, I asked my dad, I was like, dude, have you ever heard, have you, like, have you not had a moment where like you hear a woman nag and you're just like, Jesus Christ. And then you just like want to jump off the window. And my dad's like, I never had that. And I had this like with some happy couples or just like, I just go, are you in denial or is this a reality? Is this actually possible? Are you indifferent or are you that cool that you vibe? I mean, I've seen both. I think my parents' cases, like, they vibe so well that, like, they never really had trouble, you know? I've seen other cases where they knew it wasn't really going anywhere. They didn't really put effort into it. I just went, oh, whatever. If it ends, it ends. And then whatever. He wants to go that way. He wants to go that way. She wants to go that way. She wants to go that way. What am I going to do? And then never get mad. At the same time, you hear the usual, oh, my God, getting married is like, it's a lot of pain, a lot of nagging, blah, blah, blah. Guy, too, you know, the guy fucking never listens. Oh, you know, he just wants to bet on the DraftKings and FanDuel and all that shit. Watch football. <laughs> Sports. <laughs> you know. And I just go, you know, compatibility, one thing, you know, and then, you know, having makeup sex and all that. I just go, yes, I get it. Yes, I get it. I, I, I've seen all tropes of it. When I just go, it's a work between two people. It's very hard to find connection. But these cliches don't fucking help making a fucking connection. And then at the same time, I just go like, it has to be more efficient. I want people to be more efficient and fucking honest in these fucking systems. And it's same for the girls. Not just the guys. I'm not talking about just the spam accounts. But these fucking cliches need to fucking stop. It's like, there's so many goddamn Pams or Pam wannabes. Or so many new girl. The Zoe de Chanel's of the fucking world. And the same token, you're looking for the same whatever the guy version of a Zoe de Chanel. I don't know what the fuck that is at this point. It's some white dude probably. <laughs> and I'm not white. So I have to pay... The fucking advertising dollars to get me, get my face on a fucking boost at the right time. And I had prime time over here. So anyways, that's my, that's my honest rant that I probably say for a good four or five years. Through my experiences, through OkCupid, Tinder, Bumble. Uh, I never used plenty of fish. I never used coffee meats, bagel, uh, hinge. Uh, the, the league, that's the other fucking one. I mean, I can share, like, many stories. I still save messages here and there, screen capped it for most ridiculous shit that I read. You know, maybe it's a good roundtable topic, but, uh, yeah, stop using cliches, please. If you're going to use a cliche, you know, if you're going to have a smart-ass remark, like, try better. And stop putting timestamps to fucking TV shows that I don't have accounts to fucking watch. I don't have Netflix. I can't look that shit up, Okay. Anyways, thanks for listening. Am I am, am I overreacting here? You know, I'm just like I, I just want to make money at this point. You know, I want to recover the fucking Bumble Boost money that I spent, which is why I'm working so hard to get that money back from Jennifer Brady. You know, Pagula's up four to two. Yes, first set. It's way too early. So let's see. I should have bet more. Jesus Christ. Anyways, thanks for listening. Email me at a-show-at-outlook.com. A-show-at-outlook.com. Oh, please don't be mad at me, ladies and dudes. That uh, We'll check back next week whenever we're... Uh, is there any special event the rest of the week? There's no football. So, anyways, 
Gamble responsibly, play responsibly, don't get drunk too much, and then uh, be reasonable, be honest. All right, peace out.